Welcome to the Dare to Pivot podcast, a resource for inspiration and encouragement while you're on your path to purpose. The Dare to Pivot podcast is hosted by Wakia Hayward, that's me, and Barbara Wade, two middle-aged sisters who are passionate about having honest, open conversations with each other and special guests about faith, transparency, and living a life of purpose. The Dare to Pivot podcast is rooted in the Christian faith, and we believe that we are all made for a reason and with intention. However, it's up to us to pursue our purpose. By exploring the four foundational pillars of DARE, which are decisions, actions, results, and evaluations, we're hoping that women will be motivated to actively pursue their own purpose journeys. Join us as we learn together that it's never too late to be great. Okay. All right, ladies. Thank you so much for joining us on the Dare to Pivot podcast. Uh, we're so happy to have you here. Today, you have me, Wakia Hayward, and the beautiful Barbara Wade. Hey, hi, ladies. And we are get, we're joined today by a special guest, uh, Yolanda Brown. Yolanda is a mother, a newlywed, and an entrepreneur. Um, she also happens to be my family. She's my she's my cousin, so I love her much. Uh, <laughs> um, so Yolanda, welcome so much to the Data Pivot Podcast. We're so happy you're here. Thank you so much for the invite. I'm glad to be here. Thank you. So, so look, I'm gonna I'm just gonna go ahead and tell the ladies in truth that while her name is Yolanda, it is really hard for me to call her that because I didn't grow up calling her that. <laughs> so y'all want to hear your on this podcast, because that's how I know her. So she, we're correct all of this, is what I'm saying. <laughs> um, so yeah, okay. So today's a big day. We, today's inauguration day, which is Absolutely. super exciting. Absolutely, yay. Woo-hoo. Wonderful. So it's, it's beautiful and great to have three strong, beautiful black women on a, you know, talking today when we actually first got our first black female vice president, which is huge. Yes, absolutely. Historical from my alma mater, so I have to plug that. (laughs) (laughs) I've been dancing all day. (laughs) I ain't even mad. So yeah, so I think today is just a fantastic day. So I think we're going to really... you know, just get into a couple, you know, tease a couple things out. So the first question we pretty much ask almost everybody Yogi, is what is the most, you know, today being a huge day for us, like we feel like now that we have had a black president, now we have a first woman vice president and first woman black, first uh, black woman vice president on top of that, um, obviously that's pivotal, right? We realize that's pivotal, that's game changing. So <laughs> the question I have for you is, what is the thing that has been the most pivotal thing that has happened to you in the last five years? In the last five years, you know, um, I can say, you know, I have, <laughs> I have had some, um, I have had some stumble. I had, I have had some fall. And I have gotten up, brushed myself off, and able to um, able to proceed and um, continue striving 
and becoming a, 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 a better mother, a better person, individual. Um, you know, just, um, just, you know, being able to climb over the obstacles and being able to um, see the other side of uh, shadiness and darkness and able to now uh, happiness and, 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 and joy, you know. Um, I have been blessed in many ways um, during that time. Um, but uh, it, 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 it has, it has, I've had had some challenges and I have had some joy and just being happy. Um, just to, just, just, just going through life experiences. Well, I, th I think that's fair. I mean, I would say, well, okay. So let's, let's, let's start it out on a good note. What have been your biggest joys these last five years? Oh my God. The biggest joy in the last five years is, um, uh, watching my son, watching my son become, watching him come, become a, uh, a man. Um, and that's just the, the footprint of what, uh, I taught him, his father taught him the skills that we um, have given Teddy, and it has definitely have been, uh, <laughs> have been used. Um, and just to see him uh, becoming a young man and also um, becoming a wife for the first time, you know, um, which, which is, uh, has been great, you know, um, through some you know, through some challenges, but um, that has been the biggest joy in my life is, is, is that for the past five years. So that was, that was seeing little Teddy grow up to become a man, blossom into a man, and then becoming a wife. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. So I, I actually want to talk about the wife part first. Mm -hmm. Just because I feel like that is fascinating for me, um, <laughs> you know, could you tell us more about that? Like, what does that look like to you now? One, how old was you when you got married? And what does that look like now? You know what I'm saying? Uh, like, how did you, how did you come to that space of becoming a wife for the first, you know, for the first time? Yeah, yeah. I, I was a wife at the age of. Sometimes I forget my age. I'm sorry. At forty, at forty six, I am now forty seven, mm -hmm. and and. Becoming a wife and being a wife now, I'm going to tell you this, there's some joy, there's some, some happiness, and there are some challenges. There are some challenges. And it is, and I'm going to tell you, and it is work. It's yeah. work. <laughs> it's work. Amen. Okay. Amen. <laughs> Um, but I have to say, um, I am willing to do the work um, because my, my husband is willing to do the work. But I'm going to tell you, after the pretty wedding and, and the I do's and, you know, after that, it's real life. It is real life. 
and and it's a it's a huge eye opener for me, huge. I I think you said a lot there. I think one of the things that really gets to me is. I really want to just highlight to the ladies that you got married at 46. So that basically means, ladies, that if you're out there right now and you still have not gotten married, you haven't found that person who you love, you know, you haven't connected with anybody yet, it's not too late. Again, it's not too late. Like nothing is off the table at this point, right? Um, whether you find, find that person you connect with and you actually jump the broom for the first time, or if you're in a place where you're about to have, you know, you're, you want to be remarried because maybe your first marriage didn't work out. So I love the fact that... Um, that it's still possible. You know what I'm saying? Because I know a lot of women who are older and they haven't found anybody yet and they and their thought process is, uh, I guess right now, if I, I'm just going to, you know, maybe it's just meant for me to be single. Maybe just God just want me to be single. Like that's right. the stuff I'm hearing. Right. Yeah. And the fact that yeah. that wasn't your story, I just really want to highlight that, that yeah. that wasn't, that's not always the case. Correct. That's right. That it's possible. You know, um, so, so let's, let's tease a little bit that little part when you was talking about uh, the difference from that beautiful wedding, which is definitely one of the most beautiful, the most beautiful wedding I've ever been to. Um, and what does it look like now to you a year out? Like, you know, you are, you're still a new, newlywed. So let me so, just say, I have like 17 years. Barbara, how long have you been married? 29, 28 and a half, five Ooh. days, six wow. hours, and two minutes. No, just kidding. Sorry. Honey, if you count down the minute, if you got down to the minute, honey, let me tell you. Um, uh, the 28 years part is right. The rest I just oh. embellished. Honey, let me tell you. But look, you know there are times when we be like that, right? We like, listen, if I could just keep going, if I could just keep going. Exactly. Yeah. So, so I said that I wanted, I wanted uh, Barbara to bring it up so that she could actually, so you could know, so you, you know, you in a company of these women who have been married for a minute. Yeah. So, what does it look like for you as this, this newlywed? Like, what is the thing you've learned the most in this last year of being a newlywed? And especially being a newlywed at, a, at an older age. So, you know, you was already sort of setting your ways. You don't live life. You don't have a child. You know what I'm saying? Yes, ma'am. You know, it's, um, I'm going to tell you um, my experience in my marriage so far. And um, it's, the, it's for us, it's the lack of communication or misunderstanding and assuming that assuming that my husband should know or assuming that well you that I should know um, and that's a big deal in our marriage um, right now um, and also uh, compromising compromising. I really never had to compromise because I've been, I've been by myself for so long. I never really truly had to compromise. So, and you, and also too, you, I, I had to consider uh, his feelings as well. I have to mm -hmm. consider, I have to consider his feelings as well. It's not all, it's not about me anymore. Mm -hmm. um, and that was a challenge for me. So when he asked me, well, Yolanda, where, 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 where are you going? And when are you coming back? Excuse me? <laughs> I 
really never had to do that. It was like, I'll be back when I'll be back, you know. But I, when he asked me that, I, I, I have to give him an answer. He is, he is my husband. He's the man of the house. And I have to respect that deep down inside of when I get in the car, I get in my car and I'm like, really? You know, but these are things which I had to really consider his feelings. Again, I'm, I'm, I'm no longer single. I'm no longer, you know, doing my own thing my way when I wanted to do it and how I wanted to do it. No, I have to include him into what, and into 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 me, you know, and and I'm still learning. I'm still learning, and uh, and I have to say, I have to say, um, my husband and I both agree that we are, you know, able to um, to meet with a uh, a therapist to discuss our issues. So I'm really looking forward to that, and he's open to it. I'm open to it. So. There, there are some, there are some, 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 some issues there, but our main issue is the communication part. Even on my part, I have to admit, you know, um, you know, the, the, the lack of there, you know, there are, so it, it, it's something that we both need to work on. Definitely. Well, yeah. I think it's your maturity and I'm assuming he's at least your age, which is purely an assumption, but. No, no, um, no Barbara, actually, and I have to cut you up. He, he's, he's, He's twenty, about twenty years older than me. Okay. He's twenty years. He's twenty years older than me. Where my husband has been married before, so he's mm-hmm. been there and, and and done that and has experience. You know, so so that also, you know, you have to, you know, I have to, you have to counter into that as well. But right. um, but but yeah, and that's and that's the part that kind of aggravates me. I have to admit the fact that yes, he is. He is a man of a certain age, and he does have some experiences um, on me as of as of marriage and relationship and stuff like that. And where um, I can say, you know, I have to really kind of listen to him because right. I'm no longer, you know, just just not know it, know, knowing everything. I just right. have to, I, I have to listen, and because this man has a fan. That's another right. thing I have to, I have to, you know, I have to definitely consider as well, you know. And I was going to say this to your benefit, being more mature, and he's even more mature. Yes. And you've yes. added the, you've added the level of experience because he's yes. been married before. I think that's definitely to your benefit. The fact that you're both willing to go and talk to a third party about it, I think yes. that comes with maturity. You've decided that, hey, I've made this big commitment and this important mm-hmm. decision um, at a time in my life when I didn't have to. And right. so I'm committed to doing what it requires to make it work because I realize it's important. So I think that's awesome. I think that's um, confirmation that you're both in it to win it. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. So, so that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So it's look. I, I have, I, I have no plans to go nowhere. I don't want to go nowhere. This, this, this man. You know, he is kind. He is kind to me. He's good to me. Where, you know, we have our hangups. Don't get me wrong. Um, and I'm gonna tell you firsthand. My marriage is, my marriage is not perfect, but it ain't bad either. You know, right. we have, we have some things that we have to kind of, we have to iron out and and uh, little kinks, little kinks here and there. 
you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think I think that's every marriage. I think every marriage slogan is because to truly be that it's not perfect and it ain't bad either. Right, I think for the most part. <laughs> I think all of our, you know, we've all gone through these growing pains of trying to learn one another and trying to yeah. um, determine the ebbs and flow. I think the bigger, the big thing with you is where most of us got younger when we was in our 20s. Yeah. And so we, so we were still immature in that area. I think it's like to Barbara's point that the fact that y'all are older when y'all both got married and he had had a sec- he, you were his second marriage. Right. You know, that lends to cutting straight to the chase and going right to therapy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. For most of us, it took years upon years upon years <laughs> to get to the point of being, you know what? We might go see me to go see therapy. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> y'all jump right to it. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's also very smart because it takes a level of communication to realize that we're not communicating effect- effectively. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. Like, you know, you forgot that you would be self-aware enough to even understand that this thing ain't looking the way I thought it was going to look. You right. Know what I'm saying? Right. Right. Well, plus, I think it takes maturity to see that the challenge is in the communication. I know from yeah. personal experience, my immaturity said, you're bad, you're a jerk, uh, you don't care, uh, what, were you raised in a barn, like everybody knows that, no you're not going to treat me like, you know, I go to these places of extreme, you know, I see now that there were places where I just sat in my feelings and pointed fingers as opposed to saying, hmm. Maybe there's a fundamental a fundamental component of being in a relationship that we're not quite good at, and it's uh, important and essential that we improve at it. Hey, it may just be our expectations and communication. Huh, who, who knew that it could be something like that? And possibly it is okay that we don't know it. Hey, if we admit that that's the problem, then we can get help to work on that. And uh, that's, that's, that's maturity. And uh, so I, I certainly, again, see that as a benefit, that that's where you're willing to go um, to, to get some support for your marriage. I think that, I think that's the healthiest thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, we, like I said, I, you know, just recently, and I said, listen, we need, we need help. And where it is, a, there's a breakdown. There's a breakdown somewhere. And I said, we continue to hit this brick wall. And, you know, I, and I said, you know, we, we, we need help, you know. And he was, he was fine with it. Only thing, only thing he asked is, Yolanda, just make he or she have at least 10 years experience. Exactly. You know? Yep, yep. <laughs> and I so, so, yeah, we were, we were fortunate to, 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 to find someone. And um, so, you know, I'm looking forward to next month, so. See what happens. Awesome. So, so I have I have a question. So I realize that right now you are year in, but if we go back, if we go back two years, so if we go back two years, um, <clears throat> the year building up to the to the marriage, or let's go back a year before that. So let's go back three years, right? So let's take three years. So that's not that's a year of you know the year before your marriage, and then two years on top of that. So before Larry proposed. So how did you even get to a place where you, because one thing I'm hearing right now, Yogi, that you're saying is that even when you went to him and said, hey, we need help, is a level of vulnerability that it took Barbara now years to come to. Woo! Let me just say that. <laughs> so then, my, <laughs> so 
my first question, go back, go back question is, before you even got to the proposal and all that, how did you even get to a place where you was vulnerable enough as a grown woman to even accept love into your life as a grown woman with this grown man? Yeah, yeah. What did that look like? Because you know what? Um, and it was, it was difficult for me to, to be open and vulnerable to, to him. It was very difficult. I was guarded. I was guarded. I was looking, I was always looking for the other shoe to drop, you know, because I was, it was always easy for me. Oh, it ain't working out. I'm, I'm, this is over. It was very easy for me to do that. And I never really allowed a love again to come to, come, to, come to me because I was looking, I was looking again, looking for the shoe to drop. But when I realized after the, the third year and to see that, hey, you know what? He's really not trying to hurt me. Or you know what? He really does care and love me. Mm -hmm. You know what? He really does care and love my son. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. you know what? And being around his children and meeting his friends, um, meeting and, and dealing with things on his on a personal level with him, with his with his personal thing. He invite he's inviting me into to him, but it's like I'm guarded because I'm I was so used to the lack of love, care, uh, mistreat mistreatment. Mm -hmm. And it was just safe for me just to be me because I can trust me. I know I ain't gonna hurt me. <laughs> you know, so yeah. so when it came to the point where I had to really be vulnerable and 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 kind of just you know just peel the layers back because he always when he said I, I want to know you I want to know yeah. let me know you but it took me a while because I was guarded and if I let you know me and let you in will you stay mm. and and for me to do that i just was and i and i prayed on this and i was like god if this man is for me if this man is for me please please give me a sign to let me know so i can it was painful to be guarded it was painful mm -hmm. i and and when i when when god did it was able to to allow me to release myself to him and become vulnerable for him to see everything, my faults, my everything, my flaws, everything. That's when it was like refreshing. It was like everything off my shoulders. No, it was nothing on my shoulders. No heaviness. No, 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 no mask. No nothing. It was, mm. he was able to see all of me, everything, which I've always hidden from certain, you know, for certain people because these, these, I don't want you to see my flaws. I don't want you to see that. I want you to see that I'm perfect or that I'm good and I got this, this I'm right. handling this, I'm doing this. I want you to only see that part of it. But mm. when, when I was able to show all of me, he accepted that. Mm. Yes, right. Mm. Mm. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. That is beautiful. Mm. So how did you get to the place where you decided 
So you did realize, hey, I need to, you know, let this guard down, take this mask off. Was it something he did, a, t a period of time, a particular event that you remember? Uh, I heard you say, you know, he loves my son. Um, right. Is there something that you can remember that just, or, or maybe even God saying, hey, can you, can't you tell this man loves you? You know, what, is there any particular event or it was just a culmination of things that you did, it did just dawn on you one day, hey, this is what love looks like. Yeah, you know, it, it was, it, it's a combination of things. And, um, and when he, when he started to talk about marriage, and I would, and when he said that was talking about marriage or what do you see and do you see, and, 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 and when he was talking about that, I looked at him and I said, well, why are you talking about that? Mm. Why, why are you talking about that? I'm, I, that's not, that's not what I'm thinking of. That's not what I'm thinking about. I'm not talking about, it was just, and, and no one has never mentioned marriage to me um, mm. until, you know, with my son's father at the time. And that was years ago. So I had no one else. To, you know, mention that to me, you know, marriage at all. So when he, when that came to me, I, and to be honest with you, I was scared. Mm. I shut it down. I shut it down completely. I shut it down completely uh, until, you know, going on four years and it's like, you know, Yolanda, and, and, no, here, I, I, I had to come to realization. Another year has passed and it's like, listen, what are we doing here? What are we doing here? But we're 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 older. You're an older man, and even his daughter had said to to her, to his father, "Dad, listen, you guys have been dating for all this time. When are you marrying Yolanda?" Mm. And when, and when, uh, and when, uh, you know, he did propose, and you know, the. His daughter, his daughter had said, he said, look, Yolanda, I was only waiting when my dad was going to do it. We were all wondering, you know, yeah. and, 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 it, and it touched me. It really touched me. It was like, wow, this man really wants me and to be his wife. Mm -hmm. Wow. You know, so. Do you yeah. was ready for that? I, do you feel like, how did you know you were ready? I, I knew I was ready when everything was including us and we, family, um, uh, speaking beforehand, being Mrs. Brown. And it was, it was just his, it was just his love for me, of, mm -hmm. of, of me, um, how I felt being first in his life and top priority. Mm, mm. Yeah. Mm. So what that says to me, and you let me know if I'm wrong, that you weren't chasing them down and beating them over the head and 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 making up plans to um convince him somehow <laughs> that uh marriage was, you know, where you all were going. It sounds like he introduced it and so you weren't the um, you weren't pursuing. You weren't no. pursuing marriage. You pursued the relationship. Not sure yeah. that it would lead to marriage, but it was him that let you know that he wanted you to be his wife. Absolutely. 
Yeah. And, and I think that's the difference. And I'm not sure that the age really matters. I think it does matter the older we get. <laughs> but honestly, for relationships, period, that he is ready regardless of. And, and that's the kind of relationship he wants with us. He wants a wife. I think that matters. And if it takes him a while to figure that out, then, you know, you can determine your tolerance for waiting. <laughs> but um, it matters that it is something that he wants. Um, I, I think that's important. Um, I would say that I think it's wonderful that you, one, you knew yourself well enough to understand what your values were and what was important to you so that when, when your husband finally did show up, you sort of understood, you could already sort of check boxes off of the things that were important to you, even though you wasn't really looking for that at that time. Like you said how he loved your son. Right. He was involved with his family. Right. You know what I'm saying? And he was already starting to do things with a we in mind and he was already starting to put you first in his life, in your life. Like those things already were very important to you um, even though, you know, you didn't have them written down anyway. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Yep. Right. Well, I, I, I think for women who are listening, who are thinking about trying to find that love at this point in their life, I think it's important to understand those points, right? It's to know what is important to you and what and what does that love supposed to look like? You know what I'm saying? Because I think that's the, and so hmm, because you understood what love looks like, um, what the what that would that look like to you? That's why I think it's easier for you also to recognize when your marriage wasn't in the right healthy space because you already had an idea what it should look like. Right, absolutely. You see what I'm saying? Absolutely. Because that's the only way you can get there is to sort of already have those goals, those goals in mind, right? And I, I, I'm going to transition transition here to actually talk a little bit about. Um, you going to the point now with, you know, being a, being a new wife, still, you know, your son is growing up to the point where, you know, your son is about to graduate. Yes. Um, <laughs> you know, you about to graduate from high school. Let me make sure I'm yes. clear with that. Yes. Graduate from high school. So yes. that's, that's a huge yes. thing. Um, and so that means you're technically, I, I consider it as an empty nest, nester. Barbara does not consider that as being an empty nester, but you're about to move into that next phase of life. And then on top of all of that, you decide to go and open a business. Yeah. yeah. You know, well, let me, could you tell, go ahead, go ahead. Barbara. Oh no, I was just going to say why I don't think it's an empty nester. I think it is a change of phase. Parenting an adult because they become an adult is just no direct correlation of whether they're leaving home. <laughs> and so I get it. Graduating, from, <laughs> graduating from high school and leaving home. And my <laughs> kids have gone to, gone away to college. So it is it's certainly a transition, but yeah. I'm still very much involved <laughs> in, in, in their life. <laughs> so I'm still looking forward to empty nesting. We're on track. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. So, you know, I come, from a, I come from a different space since my young age went into the military. So with military, you're your hands yeah, off. Yeah, like, you're, yeah, they got it. Yeah. You know, they're good. They need to go. So I would say to you, Yogi, how, how is it now with all these different changes in your life, what, what made you decide to, you know, uh, start this business um, now? Like, at this phase of your life, why now after you got so many things still? You got so many balls in the air, technically. Yeah. You know, I I I start I I, I visioned uh, my small business. I say about uh, I say about a year and a half ago, 
And, you know, when I, I, I travel, I commute from Jersey to New York City every day. And that gives me time on the bus, you know, to think about a lot of things. Um, and in that thought process, this is something one of the one of the services that I that I that I uh, that I use um, is the uh, as a notary, notary public, and I'm a notary public at my workplace because I sign off on a lot of permits and certain contractors and, and, and colleagues of mine, you know, found out that I'm a notary, and they started coming to me on their personal documents. Okay, no problem. And I started more people, contractors and everything like that. So I'm doing this for years. So one day I was like, you know what? I can really make some money on this and have this as my side business. And that's when I started to get more involved in the notary to be, to be, a, to be a registered in New Jersey as well. And mm. then becoming a uh, signing agent that I know where that lead to um more money so mm -hmm. I, I you know during the covid um during the covid that really pushed me because now i had time on my hand i was working from home so so i started to get you know all my ducks in a row to, to do that and um i established that and the, the signing agent right now for me is steady and it's doing very well shockingly mm. very well and i started that back in september of 2020 mm. and, mm. and the answering service part which you know i i i target more with my um, contractors because i'm in the construction industry and a lot of these guys you know constantly on their mobile phone and and you know and i would i would say listen you know don't you have an answering service or don't somebody have an assistant? You know, I don't have time. I'm, I'm too busy. But, but, and then I said, you know what? I can also do the answering service where I know what a lot of businesses, even my, even my, mechan my mechanic, where he is hectic in his, in his shop as well, where, mm -hmm. you know what? I can also tap into this and have a small answering service along with my notary, as a, along with the notary business, and I can target them. Small businesses, I could small, uh, uh, also uh, connect with, you know, medium-sized company to start off, and contractors, and to be able to, um, to do this on not a 24-hour service, to start off as um, uh, an eight-hour day, or six hour a day, weekends, or what have you, depending mm. on what, what the people, what the people, you know, uh, desire and what they need and want on. So I said I mm. can do that. So mm. that's where the name Just Us Communications comes from. Just us always always was just my son and I. You know, so um uh, mm. and that's also my um Sorry, that's, that's also my, uh, and it's always been a, a logo and a name for, 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 for Teddy, Teddy and me, because it's always been Just Us. So mm -hmm. I just carried that over to Just Us Communication. So, um, and I have to say, you know, I'm very happy that I did this because now 
a new chapter of my life is, is, is starting to happen where eventually in the next three years, I want to be able to leave my company. I've been with my company for, for years, for 23 years. So I mm. want to be able to start something for, for my family on my time, whenever I want to, and make, 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 make a residual income. You know, mm. um, I think, I think everyone should have multiple income. I think it's very important. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um, and mm -hmm. also too, you know, being that now that I, I can't, you know, Teddy's no longer, you know, a small kid anymore. Um, I can do multiple things because he's now he's older and, mm -hmm. um, and he's able to, uh, he's able, he's pretty much self, self, self-sufficient, you know? So yeah, I mean, it's, I, I'm very happy about, about, uh, about, um, my my new journey in, in, into into my business and um I'm excited you know um yeah so that's 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 where I am with that wonderful started out with an idea would you <laughs> yeah yeah would you would you would you what would you feel like was the catalyst to make you decide to even think about opening your own business well you know what I'm saying like what was it was it the fact that Teddy is getting older or, you know, you don't want to be at your company or what was that thing that even. Yeah, it was, it was my, my son is getting older. So eventually I would really, you know, I would really have no one to really kind of hover over and take care of anymore. Really like that, like as a, <laughs> as a young kid. And also too, um, with COVID because my company with COVID, it was a lot of layoffs, a lot of furloughs and it was scary. Mm -hmm. So it was just like, okay, you know what, Yolanda, you better start this now. You have mm -hmm. the time, you're working from home, make it happen. That mm -hmm. was an eye opener for me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Opportunity. Yes, Produc absolutely. Yep. So you decided to be productive during your opportunity. Absolutely. Yes. That's great. That's great. Hmm. Was you, was you not afraid to, to make this decision and move out on, on this, this big step? I'm sorry, say that again. Were you afraid? Oh, yes. And how did you yes. Um, <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was scared. I had anxiety because I would, I would wake up in the middle of the night sometime in pace because I'm thinking. Um, yeah, of just um, what if it fails? Mm -hmm. um, what, if I doesn't, what if I don't get clients? What if I don't do well? Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. I was scared. Absolutely. So, what do you tell yourself to get yourself to go on and do it anyway? Then? Like, what is that? What is that self talk like? For me to move to 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 go on and proceed is when I first got my first client. Um, when I got my first client, my first assignment, and my first check that came in. Mm. <laughs> that I was like, oh, I was, I was like a kid in a candy store. I was like, oh my God, oh my God. You know, my first, it was so exciting and it just pushed me even more. And the business just started coming in with it. So that's what motivated me because one, I didn't quit. Um, yeah, you, 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 you have, you had some thought, you know, some things come, come to thought in your mind. Oh my God, what if this doesn't work out? Or if it fails, and if it fails, if it fails, okay, so what? Then you go to Plan B. You know, um, you don't just you don't just you know 
just give up so easily and be like, okay, you know, I'm, I'm done with it. No, that's not where I am. Cause I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna keep going. Right. Well, even that takes courage. Yeah. 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 Courage and definitely a lot of tenacity, right? And say that I'm not going to stop. Like I'm not, I'm going to continue to push through this. I love how, how you found this opportunity. Um, basically looking at your life and said, okay, well, this is where some areas are coming to an end and I'm going to now go and pursue this. And what I also like about this is that you're doing this. Okay. So look, you're newlywed and you decide to start a new business on your own, which is not a business that's tied to your no, husband, it's not. by the way. It is your that's own correct. So you're still keeping some type of, you're still pursuing you, you know, your dreams and your goals, despite or in spite of being married. Yes. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think people think that just because you, you know, you, you're married and you have to let go of yourself to be, to, you know, that's not true. You can you still can be you. Still, yes, and right. Your dream. And, and Wakia, you said the key, the key thing, you can still be you. And my husband and I had a discussion and we had an understanding and um, he knew where I was going with this. Cause believe me, I had to pitch this to him. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, and, and the key thing is I'm, I'm, I'm gone and I, I'm, I, I, and I have a full-time job. So I'm, once I leave my full-time job, um, there are times I'm out of the house about two or three times a week during a weekday. And also on Saturdays, where I come home on a weekday, sometimes 8.30, 9, mm -hmm. because I have an assignment. But the good thing is, he knows what it is because we had a discussion about this, where the dinner, dinner is made. He, 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 dinner's made, he, cook, he cooks, you know, he, he cooks for the house, he, you, know, you know, my son. Um, so when I come in, he always have my, my, my plate aside for me. He said, look, I know you got to go up and, and do your thing, you know, in, in your office, just eat something. So there is a balance there and you got to have that support from your partner. It really helps a lot. It does help a lot. It doesn't make me feel like I'm, I'm alone out here by myself. Um, the support does help from your partner. It does. So let me ask, how um, willing were you to share your dreams with Larry before you got married? Um, did he know you had an entrepreneurial spirit? Did he know that, you know, hey, you may have always had a hustle, you know? And so it was just a matter of time until you, you know, redefine one that you wanted to replace your full-time income. Um, how much did he know that about you? Um, he, he did know that about me because he, I, I was always eager. I, I'm mm. very eager to try something new or, um, all right, if that doesn't work, okay, now I'm going to, I'm going to do this. Mm -hmm. Um, he always knew that side of me and that part, um, of him that he loved about me, um, because I, I, I'm a go-getter. So that part that he always loved about me, he liked that about me a lot. Mm -hmm. He has mm -hmm. said that to me numerous times. Awesome. Awesome. So it was that much more uh, important for you to be the real you. Yes. <laughs> Doing the courting phase, right? You know, instead of painting this image of who you think he wants 
you know? Yes. Yeah. Or what's acceptable in society today, you know? You being you was to your benefit because now you know he was a you knew he was a supporter. Yeah. And so it didn't be it wasn't a huge shock to him that you had a pitch. Right. <laughs> he expected you to have a he, pitch. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly, Barbara. Yes. Yes. You know. <laughs> so that's awesome. <laughs> yep. So it was it was definitely something that um you know, because he was noticing that I would, I would disappear at night downstairs and kind of, I'm on my computer, I'm coming to bed late. And because he was like, at one time, what, what are you doing? So I said, babe, listen, please, I, I am going to introduce this to you. I just got to tie up some loose ends where I'm going to present this to you on what I'm doing. And that's how that happened. Mm -hmm. So, you know, but he was wondering, like, you know, what are you doing? You know, coming down is in, and I would, you know, he would come down and try to, you know, look over my shoulder and I would kind of like move to the side or whatever. He said, Yolanda, is this works? I said, no. And I said, please let me finish up what I have to do. And I said, I'm going to present what I've been doing, um, been doing for the last couple of weeks. I said, just trust me. I said, I'm going to show you. And he just let me be. Awesome. 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 Again, I think I just I just think that all I hear in this in this whole like a running theme for me is the importance of you yes. in you. Like you know, and that's very important, Joaquin. Yes. Yes. You know, keeping your dreams in play and and then not being afraid to pursue them, right? Even though things, you know, you didn't even though Larry was, I'm sure, expecting a pitch, I think that even just the way you yes. presented it. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like you didn't give him a whole a whole bunch of half-hearted pitches. You was like, listen, let me get Thank all my you. stuff in a row first. Because I know who I'm dealing with. I'm to, <laughs> you know, yes. yes, like that is so important to me to think that, okay, well, this is what this looks like to me. Like, you know, how do I, how do I start this whole thing right. up? You know what I'm right. saying? And, and so look, you know what? So let's go, we go, at this point, we're sort of full circle because when we first started talking about this stuff, we talked about how, you know, your marriage and all these kind of things and how the struggles right now in mm -hmm. it is the communication. But if there's several points in here where you've talked about how y'all have communicated, Absolutely. you know what I'm saying? So the Browns are going to be super, something super fierce once y'all, once you feel like y'all are really on the right track because y'all are already communicating really well yeah. at this point. Yeah. You know, yeah. you're in. And, and fundamentally, I hear that there's mutual respect. And, yes. yeah. and the respect is for your true selves as opposed to manufacture imaginary people that you guys are both, you know, deceived or surprised. Right. <laughs> that, you know, right. there are elements to who you are. That is certain. That doesn't sound like that's the case. It's you already respect one another for who you truly are. So, yeah, when you do that tune up on that additional communication, it's just going to take you up to that 10 or that level of comfort that you're both looking for, that your marriage is in a the, the place that you feel really good about. And I so that's that. awesome. And yeah, I, 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 I hear the mutual respect for one another. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. It is definitely um, a mutual respect. It definitely is. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, congratulations. You Thank both you. chose well. <laughs> and it was a choice. It was a choice. Uh, so that's awesome. Thank Very you. encouraging to me. Yeah, that's wonderful. So, so Yogi, you know, like I told you all about 
um, earlier about the demographics of this podcast and how you know goes out to all these different women and some men actually do tone in. So if you had to give a woman some advice or some someone some advice who are thinking about either you know pursuing love at a, at a later at a more mature age or starting a business at a more, more mature age or even just dealing with the whole thing of uh, your son you know your, your child taking mm-hmm. their next step and what does that look like to them what advice would you give that woman like, what I would, would say, say be patient um, you have to get out of your own way if you're if you're seeking love gotta get out of your own way um, also too you have to be vulnerable um there are times you know when i was single where i didn't feel that i needed a man to fulfill me i already have this i already have that i already have you know no i don't i don't i don't i don't i don't need this person for this wrong i think everybody need <laughs> someone for something Mm-hmm. Even if it's just for, um, even if it's just for friendship, even mm-hmm. if it's just for, um, you know, just to have someone or partner to care about you, to love mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. We need that. And mm-hmm. a man needs that. Um, but I would, I would also say, you know, yeah, some of us may have it together, but you really don't have it together, if you know what I mean. Um, you just, for me, in my experience, again, you have to be vulnerable because what I have been told, a man does not like a thirsty woman. Mm. I was told this by mm. by men and my husband actually. Mm. Um, just be patient. And the mouthy, the smart mouth, and stop. It's a turnoff. <laughs> it is a turnoff. And I had to cut. I had to cut that. I had to cut that down. I had to cut that off. Because I, I, I can say some things and I'm, I can be very mouthy, but I had to curve that. And if I do have something to say, it's in a respectful way, mm-hmm. not to cut somebody from the bottom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I, I just would have to say to women, if they are seeking companionship, uh, marriage, relationship, what have you, just be patient. Just be patient trust it will come to you but you gotta get out of your own way and Mm -hmm. that was my problem Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. sage advice thank you (laughs) (laughs) hope it is well received (laughs) certainly comes from a woman with experience (laughs) yeah yeah and it's just 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 my own my my own mistakes Mm-hmm. and just life experience life experience itself life is a great teacher you just have to pay attention life is a phenomenal teacher life experience is a phenomenal teacher and it prevents you it prevents you for not 
to keep making the same, the same, the, 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 the same mistakes over and over and over again. And that's what I mean. You got to get out of your own way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I think that to me is like, is like the best place um, actually to end this is that when you stated it, that life is a great teacher. You yeah, just have yeah to absolutely. Like mm-hmm. that to me is huge. Like that is a huge statement. Like the takeaway, like the moment you said it, it was like a, like, like a bowstring being plucked for me. Cause I, that is the thing, right? Is that pay attention, mm-hmm. just pay attention. Mm-hmm. And with that, everything absolutely. else will sort of come in play. Cause then you don't absolutely. have to do Absolutely. And know your worth, know your worth. Know your worth. That's it. Wow. Yeah. I I, I think that is sage on, you know, on different aspects of all your life, you know, your life, whether it be with love, whether it be with your career, you know, no matter what that is, right? Because you still got to understand your worth. Absolutely. You You know what I'm saying? Like all that still is in play. You know, because you could have easily waited until your company, you got, you was one of those people who I got did. laid off, but you didn't. You started right away saying, no, I'm better than this. I'm better than this. I can, I can figure this out. Absolutely. Right? I'm better than this. Like this thing, you're not going to catch me out here. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. truthfully, because, but it's still about understanding your value and knowing that you have something to give. Like you still have, you still have value out here and you Abs- still have Absolutely. I mean, I'm, listen, I'm like any other female out here have experienced bad relationships and, 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 and things like that. I mean, I've experienced things as a dating men that, you know, that I was mis- being, I was being mistreated and, and not being um, put on a pedestal. And I think every woman, like I said, know their worth. You should be put on a pedestal. And if you, for me, from years of experience of being in not good relationships and 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 just life stuff with 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 people and being you know loose with yourself with men um, and not being able to. Um, to have that man to see what you really, what you, who you, who you really are, and what your value is, I've been there, like everybody else out there. I've been there, and and that's again, life experience. If you keep doing the same thing over and over and over and over again, you're going to get treated and be mistreated over and over and over again. Enough is enough. Mm-hmm. We're not getting any. We're we're not getting any younger. We're getting older. Where, where we, we want our we want we want to be recognized. Mm-hmm. We want to be recognized, and it's important. Yeah. Know your worth, ladies. Know your worth. Sage wisdom. Sage wisdom, right there. Sage wisdom. Absolutely. We'll take it. Well, Yogi. Thank, thank you, you. Thank you so much. For taking time out tonight and, and talking with us, it has been outstanding. Um, you gave me so many little nuggets here to, to think about. <laughs> as I, um, you just give me like little nuggets. So I'm hoping as the ladies listening to this that they will get these little nuggets that will that will roll, you know, roll with them um, in their life and just grow. So, Absolutely. Yeah, so thank thank you. you for having me. Thank you. you. Well, ladies. I hope you thoroughly enjoyed that conversation with Yolanda Brown. As I stated in the intro, Yolanda is a wife, 
a mother, and an entrepreneur. I want to talk more about her business because we didn't really get into it as much during the episode. So Yolanda's company is called Just Us Communications. The website, the link to her website is listed in the description of this podcast. But I want to give you just a little bit about what her company does so that you know you sort of know when you're looking for these services where to go. So Yolanda's company is basically an answering service for businesses. So that way, if you have a business out there <laughs> and you don't really have time to answer all your calls because you technically work in your day job, <laughs> you just start your business out, you technically work in your day job, but you want your clients to think that you have a full staff, then this is the kind of reason why you would hire a company like Yolanda's, someone who will actually have a staff of people who can answer your calls and always sounds professional. Not only will they answer your calls, but they also handle your um, do calendar management. So I would um, encourage you to please go to her website and check out her services and reach out to her if you feel like um, she can actually meet your needs. Also, if there was something that Yolanda said in this podcast that didn't have anything at all to do with her business, but just resonated with you personally, Yolanda's also available for mentorship. So you can uh, go to her website, click the Contact Us tab, fill out your information, and just tell her that you heard, you heard her um, talk on the Dare To Pivot podcast, and she would get back to you. Ladies, thanks so much. It's always a pleasure. Stay blessed.